up here back again with more bad fanfiction theater, and we have a guest who's actually wearing lingerie. Am I? Yes, I thought you were. Oh, did you already take it off and throw it away? Probably, yeah. Oh, okay. It's been a long day. Uh, I see. <laughs> yeah, you don't even want to hear about it. It's just you know, one thing after another yeah. after another. And then it rained. Yeah, so, I, I, well, I went shopping in the rain, so... Because I didn't have anything to eat, so I don't went... Leave the, what? Don't leave the cake out in the rain, though. I, I didn't leave any cake out in the rain. Okay, just just making sure. But uh I didn't say I had cake to eat. I was saying I went to the store because I didn't have anything to eat. Yeah, I, I know oh, you did. Okay, okay I'm, I'm, making, I'm clarifying <laughs> I'm making, I'm making just in case. Yeah, I'm making a reference that I don't think you got, but maybe someone will get. But probably not. <laughs> So, um, did you get anything else while you were out? You know, like, um, I don't know, any, any drugs or? <laughs> well, I thought about getting some sugar and maybe some blur, but, eh. I had mushrooms, like, the other day, so. <laughs> not really feeling it. What are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. You were making funny noises at the at the speakers. So I was uh, I was implying <laughs> that you had had some sort of recreational substance. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I have no clue. But, <laughs> it's all right. but anyway, so today we are going to be reading a Rocky Horror Picture Show crossover with Highlander. Okay. I was forced to watch the Rocky Horror Picture Show. It was okay. Uh, I've never seen Highlander, but I know the general gist of it. And I'm a big, big fan of Rocky Horror. It actually got me through a lot of tough periods of my, of my life. So it is, it has a special place in my heart. Well, as long as we're not consuming a meatloaf, I think we're okay. <laughs> that was good. That was good. I, that was very good. I, I like that. <laughs> but, but it's funny because like, on the, uh, on the, uh, on the flip side, you know, I was, uh, I was, I was basically coerced into watching Highlander. So I actually know a lot about Highlander. And I'm, I'm, it was okay. But of course, after a point, it was just god awful. But, you so, know. So you kind know, of like my experience with Rocky Horror. Eh, it was okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I felt that, that way about, uh, Islander. It, it was one of those where it started off really pretty good, but as it went on, it became clear that it really didn't know its audience very well, and, and eventually it was just like, yeah, this really needs to end, like, right now. <laughs> and, and back in that day, which I can't believe I'm saying, you know, back in that day, and actually, you know, meaning like the 90s. <laughs> but back in that day, they they could only they could only string out a series for so long before, you know, the fact that everyone literally everyone had lost interest in it, you know, caused it to stop being shown. I wish they would do that with other shows, but if it's on if it's on like you know, and today it would probably be on like the CW or something like that, yeah. and they'd string it out for ten years, and by the time it's over, it's like it has none of its original fans, and everybody that's left is just like, yeah, I like writing fan fiction and and drawing sexy pictures of these characters, but like I really wish this show would end. <laughs> <laughs> I think I honestly think though that by the end of Highlander, even though it was even though it went uh, 
was it six or seven years? I know that like the the entire last season is generally just ignored by everyone. Well, now because I, it was I read so. A, I read a quick synopsis on uh, Wikipedia, and uh, I believe it said the TV show was like six years, six seasons. Yeah, yeah. I want to say I want to say that it was six, but um, I always get confused because like one of those years is basically ignored by everyone. <laughs> At the end, at the end of the the penultimate season, it just went like batshit insane, and then the last season was just like, "What in the fuck is this?" <laughs> I forget. I forget all the specifics. It's been many years since I since I actually, you know, watched the show. And there was a there was a spinoff that was actually pretty good. It had um, it. The, the series actually had a couple of very prominent female characters, which was, which was really good. It was, it was, especially for the time, it was characters that were not, you know, defined by their relationship with men, you know, they, they were, they were actually independent characters, very strong characters, they actually fought, you know, <laughs> and didn't get, you know, casually killed off. But, um, there was one season of a, uh, I believe her name was Amanda, and, uh, she had a, a spin-off. And she was, she was obviously, you know, another immortal. But, uh, that was actually pretty interesting. And it was, it had its issues, but it was actually a pretty good, pretty good show. I remember. I, of course, it's been years since I've seen it, but I remember, I remember liking the fact that they spun off probably the only character that they really could have, just a, a very strong hero character into her own show and, and just, you know, I wish it had, lasted longer than it did, but uh, I think it was just like I think it was just like bad timing more than anything. So, uh, in case you've never seen either show, uh, Highlander is about immortal dudes who don't know why they're immortal, they just are and they go after other immortal dudes to cut off their heads to get more power I think. Yeah, basically it's all called The Game. And, uh, essentially, uh, immortals always, usually, tend to fight each other, and, and it allows them to accumulate more power. Eventually, apparently, the, the object of the game is to be the last one standing, and thus have all the power. But not everybody engages in that. It's, um, it's shown as the series goes on, like, um, some of the characters only fight when they have to, Others don't like to fight at all, and there are and there are certain rules too, like um, like neutral ground and and whatnot. You know there are and there are rules about you know what you may and may not use in a in a fight and things like that. So it's it's actually um, the immortals though, yeah, they um, they don't actually know that they're immortal until they die, but when they die, they come back to life. So this this also means that they're often outcasts because um a lot of them find this out in you know like you know hundreds of years ago when when people would not have had you know they would probably thought it was like witchcraft or something like mm-hmm. that you know this person yeah. was dead why are they alive now but um you know some of them also are, are quite ancient like uh, Mythos for example who who appears in this story he's one of he he may be the oldest Immortals still doing his thing, and he tends to kind of avoid conflict 
and that's probably what's kept him alive so long. <laughs> but uh but yeah, so it's it's one of those things. But uh they tried to explain it in was it Highlander Two? Yeah, it was like in one aliens of the, did it. Yeah. Yeah, it was it it wasn't I I, I know I'll probably be like declared the uh the Antichrist for saying this, but I didn't really think that any of the films were that yeah, you know, I didn't see the last one, the very final one, but then a lot of people ignored that too. But well, the but anime like, wasn't good either. <laughs> but like, uh, I mean, I watched them; they were something to watch. I, like, I didn't see why people got so out of sorts because it's not like the original film is some amazing masterpiece. <laughs> it's it's a really low budget sci-fi film that hit it with some audiences but missed a lot of others. It, it, it was okay. I, I don't know. I, but then I know people that really got into it, just really yeah. loved it. And, you know, if, if that's what, that's what you like, then that's what you like. I just, and I'm not trying to rag on it at all. I mean, it's an interesting concept, even if I don't think that the uh, TV series realized it quite as well as it, as it could have or should have. But, oh, you know, it's, it's an interesting idea. How some of these go. Yeah. Yeah. Good ideas, but, uh, leave something to be desired. And for those of you that aren't familiar with it, the Rocky Horror Picture Show is a film adaptation of the Rocky Horror Show, which was a stage play that was basically a huge homage and and also tongue-in-cheek parody and and satire as well of uh, not only 1950s Americana, but also the science fiction boom in the 50s and a bunch of other stuff. It's a musical. It's really amazing, I think. And... uh, Whatever your feelings on it, I think you should watch it at least once. I think it's one of those things that everybody should see at least once, if only because it has become such a part of popular culture that, like, there's just so much that that you miss by not experiencing it at least once. I mean, you may not like it, but personally, and I really like it. you get to see it. Tim Curry in drag. That's right. <laughs> and, of course, uh, I mean... And featuring sure, Caleb's the- lingerie. rage. <laughs> I mean, as you know, Tim Curry makes almost anything worthwhile. So, I mean, at, at the if nothing else, you can watch Tim Curry choose scenery and sing, and <laughs> you know. So now I have a sweet transvestite stuck in my head. <laughs> but anyway, I see you shiver with anticipation. <laughs> <laughs> we are reading when Methos met Frank. By I don't like gravy. I about, about thought that it said I don't like gray. And then I, for some reason I was trying to say gay and I'm like, that is not what that guy's name is. So do like- you know, do you know that this is funny that that happened because I was, uh, I was watching uh, a friend's stream earlier and I need to give you a comic link because it's got kitties in it and you'd love it. Kitties. Yeah, it's, it's really good. But, um, we were talking about, you know, art process and everything and she was like we were talking about the problems that we can have with layers uh-huh. and sometimes we have to like lock layers or else we'll just be on the wrong layer and we'll ruin everything yeah and, i've done that and she and she was saying you know yeah you go on the wrong layer and and you mess up everything and just dealing with layers is enough and and then she said something like and it it turns you gray you know like you know turns your hair gray from the stress and I thought she said it turns you gay. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know how that would work. <laughs> 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 
Son, why are so, you becoming a lesbian? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Just because. You whip out your subway car and laugh. Fuck it, I'm done with being straight. Let's try <laughs> girls instead. <laughs> uh, I cannot believe Mythos is going to be in, injected into the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> well, apparently he is. So... <laughs> In the Rocky Horror Picture Show fandom, as well as Highlander, I hope you like it, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> We're going to read it on LiveJournal. <coughs> I suppose I'm starting? Uh, yeah, you know my superstition. Okay. Jace also put in her two cents, saying she'd read as well. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, as much as I appreciate that, uh, I don't think we have an interpreter here today. Okay, I'll quit. <laughs> Let's begin. Summary. I'm on the crack, folks. This little bunny just kept nibbling at me and making me giggle, so I had to write it. What if methos, mythos, whatever, were dry, wait, there's more of him? There, there's, there's more than one. No, 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 where is a uh, conditional? Is it? Yeah, it's like, what if something were doing something? What if something were something? So it's, it's actually, you can say was, and it's, and it's. Yeah, well, all that, right, that's but, my de facto phrase to, uh, word, not phrase to. Yeah. Anyway. But when you're, when you're talking about a what if scenario or if, if something was or were something, it's, it's, uh, I believe it's actually more appropriate usually to use the, if they were, you know, a, a lesbian, for example. You know, if if they were a lesbian. So, yeah. Well, I'm not 100% sure of my grammar rules anyway, but I I would use was, because we're only talking about one person, not a multitude yeah, but it's, of them. It's not... Uh, the thing about were is that this is, this is another one of those tricky English grammatical things, because, like, it's not saying that there's plural of him, it's saying that it's a conditional statement that is in question, like, it's, it's not, it, it is not, but it might be, and you're asking if it's a conditional, so you're, you're presenting it as a conditional, I forget the, I forget the particular conjugation of it, the particular tense that, that it's called, but, um, it anyway, yeah, it's, huh. it's, yeah, it's, it's a thing, so. <laughs> what if Methos were driving to a little town called Denton when he had a, wait, when he had a flat? Maybe it's because I've been, I've been reading way too much Sherlock Holmes fanfiction, so every time I see the word flat now, I automatically think like an apartment or something. <laughs> Man, I was not going to say anything, but when you said that, I was going to actually make a comment of it, and I thought, no, she'll think it's stupid. And no, I... no, I've been reading a lot of Sherlock fiction. <laughs> I've been reading a lot of it. I swear, this is weird. <laughs> and so I, I'm like, wait, a how? And I'm like, oh, right, flat tire, duh. <laughs> <laughs> and what if he needed to ask for help at the only house on the road? The chaos begins. Dun, dun, dun. Shocker. Scream. Ah! <laughs> wait, was that a stage direction or were you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> As you decide. <laughs> potato, potato. 
You want me to read these him? two little lines? Yeah, just get those two little lines. Okay. <laughs> when Methos met Frank, 1952, the year my mother was born, somewhere oh. in America. How Methos had ended up taking a teaching job in the arse end of nowhere, he wasn't entirely sure. But the university would pay the bills for a while, and he could more or less guarantee that he would stay off the immortal collective radar for a few years. No immortal would ever find Denton. Come to think of it, he was having a little difficulty finding himself. The rain was coming down in torrents, and the occasional flash of lightning was the only light other than Methos headlights. Methos. Methos? Yeah. Okay. Methos. Yeah, I, I thought it was Methos that. at first too, but I, that's one of the things I remember from the show is he's definitely Methos. Like myth. Myth. Yeah. So like that, yeah. Okay. Other than Methos headlights, on the dark country road. The radio was playing some more of that mindless rock and roll, so Mythos switched it off to concentrate on the road ahead. A few seconds later, he came to a sign that read, Road Closed. Looking marvelous, muttered Mythos as he threw the car into reverse and started to perform a 3.10. But he hadn't got to point one when there was a loud bang and a sudden jolt. Bugger! Mythos exploded. <laughs> Mithos exclaimed, I don't know why I find that so funny. I don't remember if I ever heard him say anything like this on the show. So, um, Mithos exclaimed, and he got out in the wet night. He went to the back of the car and saw that he had a flat. Again, as we mentioned before, you know, see previous conversation about <laughs> flats. Then went to the trunk to get the spare and saw that it too was flat. Double bugger, he exclaimed. It's this double is- crap, it's double crap all over again. <laughs> no, no, this is actually written a lot better than that. I have so to far. Say. Yeah, yeah, I don't think this can possibly get as bad as Fifty Shades. This is just, there's just no way. Well, <laughs> somebody's to... suddenly pregnant and married somebody named Link, and Triforce <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> no, no, Fifty Shades, not my own life, although it is. Well, I, I was making that comparison to it as well. Oh. That's why I was saying that crap. <laughs> now he would have to walk a half mile or so back to the last house he saw and ask for help. This was not turning into a great evening. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> he approached the large house, despite the sign on the gate advertising enter at your own risk, and thought to himself that this was the kind of place that Americans referred to as a castle. In the middle of nowhere. Even though you said it was a house. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing like a real castle, he thought. I've lived in a real castle, and you don't get glass windows and carpets in real castles. Cold, nasty uh, palaces? Places. Places. Places, Okay. It is is very small type. (laughs) Yeah. That you wouldn't choose to live in real castles. He went up to the door and rang the bell. After a very short amount of time, a little too short as if they had been watching his approach, the door was opened by a man. At least Mithos thought it was a man, it was hard to tell. He was dressed as a butler, but he was moth-eaten and had long blonde hair that straggled down his back. Hello, the man said. His voice reminded Mithos of cold, dank, mildew-infested dungeons. That's a pretty good, that's a pretty good description of Riffraff's voice. <laughs> Hello, Mythos said. There was a long silence, so Mythos spoke again. I had a flat tire. 
this person must be British or something. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know why I put a but there, but I did. <laughs> Might I come in? You're wet. It's raining. You better come inside. He stood back and allowed Mithos to cross the threshold before abruptly slamming the door shut and bolting it. I am the butler. My name is Riffraff. Mithos sniggered. No, no, what is it really? Riffraff just stared at him before pointing to a maid standing in the hallway. That is my sister Magenta. Ignore her. Okay, then. Do you have a telephone I might use? No, the master has no need for telephones. Okay. Then might I speak with your master? I need help to fix my car. Walk this way, Riffraff said, before... Slopping? Slipping. Slipping. Okay. Off towards an elevator car. If I walk that way through... uh, Thought Mythos... Myth... Damn it. (laughs) Mythos... It's like like Aina all over again. (laughs) Why are we... Why are we trying so hard to compare this to Fifty Shades of Grey? (laughs) I do know. I'll do myself a permanent mischief. What? 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 I don't understand. If I walk that way, thought Mythos, I'll do myself a permanent mischief, immortal yeah. or not. Yeah, you've not heard that term. It's it's like you, you do yourself a damage, you'll do yourself a mischief, you'll you'll hurt yourself. Oh, the way uh, the way he's okay. I get it now. Yeah, like if I walk it's that just, way, I was, I'll do myself I was a mischief. Confused. <laughs> and I, and then of course it. Since I've never heard that that phrasing before, I didn't understand. Ah, okay. Yeah, sometimes, um, sometimes some some phrases are kind of uncommon anymore. <laughs> he followed Riff Raft into the elevator, and they rode up through the through the floors into a large white tiled room. Standing in the middle of this room was one of the most striking people that Mythos had ever clapped eyes on. He stood about six-two in heels and wore fishnet stockings, a black basque, and women's knickers, and a leather motorcycle jacket. His dark hair bounded from his head in loose curls, and Mithos was reminded of Medusa's snakes. He turned to face Mithos, his large mouth extending in a warm smile, and extended his hand, which Mithos shook. Oh, goody, a guest! I'm Dr. Frankenfurter, Mithos smirked. Surely these people had to be winding him up. He bit back the he bit back the jibe on his lips instead replying cordially. Hello, I'm Dr. Benjamin Adams. A fellow doctor, excellent. I'd like to pick your brains later, but first dinner. He grabbed Mythos by the arm and escorted him up the ramp towards the door, Mythos all the while protesting. No, really, please, I just want to get my car fixed. <laughs> They enjoyed a fine repast, although Mithos was slightly concerned he couldn't identify the meat. There was, <laughs> there was something worryingly familiar about the taste and texture that recalled his horseman days, but he couldn't quite place it. He didn't wish to offend his host before he got what he wanted, so he didn't ask what it was. <laughs> Might be for the best. Anybody who's seen the movie and got the reference earlier that I made, probably is best. (laughs) 
You're quite handsome, Methos start, uh, started at the sudden declaration from the host. Why, thank you, doc Dr. Furter. You're pretty good-looking yourself. Oh, please, call me Frank. Okay, Frank, you can call me Benjamin. I... okay. Well, Benjamin, you have both looks and brains. How do you know this? <laughs> well, considering it's Frank and Fetty, he's probably just floating. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scott was having a good day when he made you. Mythos smirked. Frank was clearly trying to chat him up. And Mythos had to admit that he found this unique individual somewhat arousing in a disturbing way. Okay. I I'm trying to wrap my brain around arousing in a disturbing manner, and it's not really working, but okay. Well, think of the stories you like, like uh, Love Letters, for example. I guess. But that, you know. well... I <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> sure, I guess. You, know, you, yeah. you and I, you and I are both indulged in in uh, stories that are, you know, technically kind of, yeah. uh, but yeah. still. Yeah. If this was a real life situation, it would not be sexy at all. But as a story, yeah, I can I can deal with. Yeah. He hadn't swung that way in a very long time, but he thought he might be, he might be animal. What? Amenable. Okay. It's like agreeable. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. My vocabulary sucks. <laughs> <laughs> he suddenly realized uh, that he was feeling very amenable to any suggestion, and more than a little warm and drowsy. He looked. He looked down at the glass in his hand, then up at his host. Drugs. He slowed before slumping down on the table. He awoke to find himself chained naked to a four-poster four bed with Frank. <sighs> straddling him. Not that I'm saying I mind, Dr. Furter, but some might consider this kidnap. Oh, it isn't all that bad, and even and even half bad. You might even find you enjoy it. Okay, sorry, I, I was just... I think I, I thought I read that sentence wrong, and I'm like, no, I think I read it right. Teeny tiny type, and I, the background and the color of the text just don't mesh well for me. Makes it very hard to read along with the size of it. Yeah, yeah. This isn't exactly my first tea party, you know. You did, you didn't, you didn't need the dramatics to seduce me. I would probably have come quite willingly. Well, there's still time for that. Frank said with a sly smile, and he began to kiss Mithos' chest, working his way downward. Mithos let out a gasp of pleasure and allowed Frank to wrap his lips around Mithos' hardening cock. Leaning his head back and closing his eyes, Mithos was thrilled to receive the best blowjob he'd had in a good few millennia. He tr <laughs> I'm just imagining this, and it's cracking me up. <laughs> These two characters. Uh, I'm like, just like, I don't think I'd want Frankenfurter around my anything at all. Well, see, even in the even in the story, though, it's it's indicated that he is actually really good at like seduction and, and intimacy and all this stuff. So, even even people who would normally be kind of uh, reluctant, he has a way of, of, I guess it's his charisma or something. I, maybe he's just really good at it, I don't know. He cried out in pleasure before the physical release, then lay back a smug smile upon his face. He felt Frank shift his weight, and so he slowly opened his eyes. <laughs> the last thing he saw was the knife before Frank, uh, Frank plunged <laughs> into his chest, and everything went black. 
<laughs> it would be hard to describe exactly who was more shocked. Mythos on finding that Frank was trying to cut his skull open, or Frank on discovering that Mythos wasn't dead after all. <laughs> Screams were heard from the laboratory, and a few minutes later, Mythos came belting out of the castle at full tilt, still half-dressed. He ran back to his car, started the engine, and floored it, ignoring the complaining squeals from the flat tire as he headed back to the main road as fast as possible. The end... Well, what'd you think of that story? I thought it was very amusing. It was, it was definitely cracktastic. These are two characters I would never have imagined have ever met. You know, like, could have, would have even possibly ever met, but really just like the author says, there's no reason they couldn't have, because there's huge, great expanses of Mythos' past that no one's really done anything with. So, it might have happened. You never know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was definitely amusing. It didn't overstay its welcome. It was, it was generally very well written. So, yeah, fine by me. Um, it was alright. Uh. No, no, say, okay, say, say it was okay. It was okay. 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 I think we can do better than that. Okay, that's, I, I just, I, I stickered uh. you into a, a quote exchange from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it because it was, this is probably the only Rocky Horror fic we're ever going to read, so I had to do that. Probably, unless somebody <laughs> knows something really, really bad. Yeah. <laughs> it was okay. It was... Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't really know anything about Highlander except, you know, the basics, and that works for this story. And if you've seen, or at least are familiar with Rocky Horror Picture Show, then you know that, well, when he said about picking brains and things, um, yeah, considering some of the things that happened in the movie, <laughs> that, that's not, uh, that's not him, like, Using a metaphor, that's him being literal. <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, yeah. it's okay. That's really all I have to say about it. Yeah, I was I was amused. I thought it was a fun one. It was it was. I'm glad that we read it. I would read again. Probably probably would recommend to people, especially if they know the character of Mythos from Highlander, because it was it was, you know, if you know the character, it's much more amusing. Yeah. But. Uh, but the Rocky Horror stuff, that is, that, that was really fun too. I, I never thought I would see the Rocky Horror characters interacting with like pretty much any other fandom, but especially not the Highlander fandom. Well, I don't know if I would put, if I would do a crossover with, uh, between Highlander and Rocky Horror, I'd probably pick, uh, something that actually dealt with other immortal kind of things. And try to blend those two universes together. Or maybe something, I don't know, batshit insane to go along with Rocky Horror. But, yeah. um. Although, to be fair, if you've seen the last season of Highlander, it is pretty batshit insane, so. Well, <laughs> Just I, saying. Well, until now, I didn't even know there was a TV show. Because I'm just like, who in the world is this, uh, Mythos guy? 
And then you're like, he oh, I know who he is. And I'm like, okay, I'll go look him up. Oh, yeah, there's was a TV around. show? Okay. He was around from fairly early on. He became, uh, I, I, I think it was kind of um, unintentional at first that he'd be a recurring character, but he turned into a recurring character. And yeah, it said, it said he was supposed to die at the end of a two-part episode, but then they decided that he had more potential staying alive and being reused than being killed off in the TV show. Yeah, I wish they had thought that for some other characters, because some of the other characters that they killed off in, like, one or two episodes, it was like they ended up thinking, wow, we really made a mistake. And this is why I I think that was one of the things that my my whole experience with Highlander, the, the series, was one of the things that shaped my, if you don't have to kill them off, you don't, you know, you don't need to kill them off. You yeah. know, my, that philosophy of, because you might think of ways to use them later, because I remember, I remember reading about multiple times in the, uh, Highlander series when they had a character and they really liked the character and they really regretted killing off that character later, or like they ended up casting a, an actor that they enjoyed working with. And they were like, damn, I wish we didn't, you know, I wish we hadn't gotten rid of that character because, like, after a point, you know, some of the stories lent themselves to using them in other flashbacks, but some of them were just so tightly knit together that it was impossible to use them in any other way. So they had, like, a character that was really good that they could only use for, like, I don't know, 15 minutes in one episode. Any final thoughts? Uh... No, not really. I enjoyed it. I had fun. Yeah. <laughs> there are worse days. There are worse ways to spend a, a day. So. Yeah. Um. We we could have been reading. Uh, reading. Yes, we could have been reading. We could have been reading Fifty Shades of Grey or more. Uh, Mil. Yeah. But yeah. thankfully, was, we are not. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. Uh, and now might be a good time to remind people that we are still reading. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. If Twilight. you give us fifty bucks. Right, if you give a $50 donation is for Fifty Shades of Grey, another chapter of that, and a $27 donation is for an additional chapter of Twilight. We have read one chapter of Twilight on our marathon, so if you'd like to hear more, just uh, send in a $27 donation. If you'd like to hear two chapters of Twilight and, you know, you're, you're gravitating around that $50 mark, you know, just send us 54 and say two chapters of Twilight. So, whatever, but... uh yeah, we are still doing that, so there will or be links. You could also the, uh, give us fifty-four for HF or Fifty Shades of Grey, and four shout-outs or something. Yeah, yeah, we're also doing shout-outs and. I mean, you like can just you can just look on the Patreon and see, or just donate for the sake of donating and say, "Hey, I want this," and we can yeah. do. Yeah, we're pretty we're pretty flexible when it comes to uh, contributions and support, and we appreciate everything that we get. So. It will help us to do many, many things that really we need to do. So, so please do consider. So, I'm Caleb. And I'm Hushjo. And this has been Not Very Bad Fan Fiction Theater. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.